the Lord, church. Isn't it great to be here in the house of the Lord tonight, together, together? Great to be in the presence of none other but the Lord himself. Amen. Through the institution he set up upon this earth called the church. As far as I'm concerned, as far as I can tell in the scriptures, there's no greater power than the church. As we represent his name, as we represent his promises, as we represent his liberty, as we represent his joy, as we represent his peace, as we represent his assurance, as a sovereign God that rules and reigns in all the affairs of mankind. Our confidence, amen, is sure we're going to hold on, amen, steadfast with our confidence, the confidence we had from the beginning. If we're going to do anything, they're going to increase. Had our confidence, our faith, our trust, our love, our compassion, hallelujah, for Him and for the body of Christ and for the work of God. We're not about to let these things around us, amen, rob us of faith and confidence. No, it's not going to drive me from Jesus. It's going to drive me to Him. It's not going to keep me from praying. It's going to cause me to pray. Hallelujah, I'm going to call on the name and the name is above every name hallelujah because I know where my help comes from I know who's my healer I know who's my savior I know who can move at the midnight hour and work in the dark when no man can work I know this is a wise God the only wise God there is I know he can make a way where there seems to be no way he's a way maker he can split the sky open he can dry up the sea he can up open Jordan rivers he can shut lines mouths and he can pour out his spirit in the house and fill up everything that's in it he can heal every man, every man woman born God that walked in this house tonight he can touch every life. He can touch souls. He can dispatch angels out of this community. Hey, he's God. This is not just another place. It's not just another building. It's not just another gathering. But thank God, I'm glad when they said it to me, let us go into the house of God. It's better than any gym. It's better than any factory. It's better than anything the world's got to offer. It's better than any casino. It's better than any hospital. It's better than any other place you can think of. And shame on me when I can't get excited about coming to the house of God. There's something about Wednesdays. That, that there's something about Wednesdays better than Mondays or Tuesdays. Because I'm going to get to go to the house of God on Wednesday night. Well, I'm glad it's Wednesday. Why is that? Because we'll get to go to church tonight. When's the last time we told somebody that? Last time we walked in on the job on a Wednesday morning. They're like, what you so upbeat about? We got church tonight. We're going to get drunk tonight. We're going to experience joy unspeakable and full of glory. We're going to experience peace. I'm going to join up with brothers and sisters like precious faith. And we're going to join up and worship God. And I'm telling you, God's going to show up. Because he said, we're two or three gathered in his name. He said, I'd be in the midst. And if Jesus is in the midst, anything is subject to happen. And there's nothing impossible for him to do. Healing our bodies, touching our minds, touching our families, touching our communities, protecting, putting walls and rebuilding them, reestablishing them in our hearts and minds and spirit. <laughs> He's a builder. He's a strengthener. That's the reason we're here tonight. Amen. To give him some glory. And give him some praise and allow his power to work among us. 
Amen. That's the reason we come up and get prayer. That's the reason we get prayer cloths and anoint them. That's in the New Testament. And we need to believe. Hey, I'm praying. I believe tonight. Hallelujah. We need to get to that place. <laughs> we need to start having the reputation. Well, if you don't want something to happen, and here's the deal. I'm not praying my will. I didn't pray your will. I pray God's will. About time, pray God's will. At whatever cost. May cause turmoil. May cause them to have to move in with me. But if they have to move in with me to bring them to the house of God, then so be it. You want to save or not? Are you willing to get on board and sacrifice with them or not? Do you really want that prayer answered or not? They called me at 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. You asked for it. That's where it needs to be. Time's running out. Enemy's doing everything he can to shut us down. But you know what? It won't be enough if we won't let it. He can only deceive who lets them, let themselves to be deceived. He can only overcome those that give in to him. Even in this hour. Even in this generation, even in this moment time, we're not giving in. We're not caving in. I'm not looking for a cave to go crawling up in. I'm not ashamed of the name of Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the experience I've had. I'm not ashamed to tell you, hey, I got a peace inside me. Hallelujah, that corona's not going to shake. We may all wind up with it. If that's God's will. But if it's not, then I'm fighting against it. I'm making a stand against it. I'm praying to hedge against it. Well, he could touch the lepers. Huh? Where others had to cry out unclean, stay away. You know, you'll be contaminated, you'll be polluted. Don't. No. Come here. I'm sure he probably didn't do quite like that. He probably. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, hey, all Jesus had to do is speak it. Hallelujah. And it, it come to pass. But he knew the intent and the thoughts. He knew if they were sincere or not. That's the reason the old lunatic could come running to him. That's what ought to happen in this country. Instead of the lunatics hitting the streets, they ought to be hitting the house of God. Hallelujah. Instead of hitting the streets and burning buildings down and, and tearing people up, they ought to be come to the house of God. I tell you what your policemen need to do. You need to start coming to the house of God. Hallelujah. You need to come and know God. Because the real problem is the absence of God and the fear of God. And after of coming to the house of God, it's what's wrong with this nation. Because this nation's even got to the place they don't think they got to have God or the house of God. And we can just treat God like a spare time. Well, God don't have no problem letting everybody know. Huh? I'll show you a spare tire. When you pull it out, it'd be flat. If you got one. Do y'all know if you got a spare tire? Some of you automobiles, you don't even have one. We done got so dependent on just sitting in our car and getting on our cell phones and call somebody else to come do it. While we sit up in the air conditioner and look at our TVs or our TVs, but our, our, I hope not. <laughs> Look at our little cell phones. I, I didn't mean to start like this. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> but you know, our, our, our scripture tonight, Psalms 122, <laughs> it's a good one. Nine verses. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if I can deliver what was given to me today. 
and in the, in the way I'd like to, when we really begin to grasp and comprehend the power of this, the purpose of it, and the importance of it. There's nothing more important in the house of God in our lives. Having a place to come worship, a place to come together together. A place that, and, and the scripture warned us, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as you see the day, that evil day, approaching. Forsake not assembling yourselves together. Bonding, uniting together. The devil's doing his best to attack individuals and families even of this local assembly, trying to tear down the power of the church, the power and the ability of the local assembly. But if you and I make up in our minds, amen, devil, you're not going to get us. Hallelujah. I'm going to get everything out of my heart, my mind, and spirit. I don't care what's happened in the past. I'm not going to hold on to it any longer. Amen. I'm going to be a party, man, that's going to hook up and connect with my brothers and sisters of like precious faith. Hallelujah. And we're going to see the power of God flow. And I'm not going to be that weakest, weakest link. Hallelujah. I'm going to make up in my mind whatever it takes, God, with your help. Amen. Your grace is sufficient to get me through it. Hallelujah. Mercy and grace, amen, to, to endure me and empower me and help me to get a comprehension and understanding that it makes a difference what I think. It makes a difference what I say as a part of the house of God and the place of worship. I got a long ways to go, and, and really, I don't know how to get there, but I'm going to do my best by the help of the Lord because I believe this, this, this whole chapter, and especially that first verse, is saying a whole lot more than what a lot of people really realize was they use this as one of the Psalms, amen, on their decreased toward God on their upward spiral to Jerusalem back into that city back into that place of the tabernacle back into that place where God had placed his name and God had chosen hey this is a God's ideal church and church buildings is not a man's ideal it's a God's ideal amen watch this if you'll do a study on the synagogues any true Jews if you call that synagogue a temple you're going to get on the bad side of them because they only believed in one temple Hallelujah! they talked about synagogues and Jesus went to synagogues but when he come to the temple Amen. They only believe in that one. But they don't realize, amen, that the Messiah has come. And now you and I are the temple of the living God. By the power and the umption of the Holy Ghost. And we become one of the most powerful forces, amen, to be dealt with. And the only force that can deal, deal with darkness and deal with the devil and deal with sin. And give us true revelations and insight of who we are and where we're going and what we need to be doing. It's the house of God. Amen. This word's going to take place. I might miss work, but I wouldn't miss the house of God. Well, I want to be careful here. <laughs> I know with Corona, it's changed some things. And, and I, I know sometimes we feel, praise God, that certain sickness, we shouldn't come. You know, that's okay. If you're also willing to not go fishing. If you're also willing not to go hunting under the same terms. If you're also willing not to worship that dollar. Man, I'm going to get triple time. I don't care if you're getting to, to, uh, 10 times what you're going to get paid. If you couldn't come to the house of God, I wouldn't get up the next morning in the same condition and go to work. Your actions. Your actions, man. God weighs actions. The Bible says that. There's a lot of things to be done with this, but, but that don't mean a whole lot if we don't put actions. God, help me put some actions with it. Praise God. Lord bless you.
appreciate you tonight. I really do. It's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord. I know you're standing. You can be seated. It's Wednesday night. You can be seated. I'm sorry. Praise God. I got something all over my glasses. I don't know what. Some of y'all must have slung that oil up here on me or something. Glad when they said unto me, we need to make coming to the house of God a personal thing. It's a family thing, but it has to be a personal thing. When mama don't want to come, I want to go anyway. When daddy wants to stay at the house, I still want to go to the house of God. When, my, when, when this one or that one don't want to come, you know what, I'm, I'm going anyway. Especially if they don't need me to blow their nose. <laughs> if they don't need me to do this or do that. Hallelujah. If I'm just going to stay home because so and so stayed home. The house of God don't mean to you what it ought to mean to us. Amen. It's something about the attraction of the house of God. And the events that ought to happen in the house of God. And the power that shows up at the house of God. It's a drawing power. It's a, it's a presence and a peace. I'm telling you we're living in a world that's full of turmoil. And so one of the best places that you and I can go. And I know the enemy is doing his best attack the house of God and the place where we join together to worship and amen and we got people now that's that somebody told me just this week hallelujah at their local assembly where they got to particular people amen setting in particular areas of their congregation and if somebody come in with a gun he'd be hit t- he'd be hit 10 ways from Sunday I couldn't help but think but God help us have enough Holy Ghost that when they come in here to say man hallelujah the gun wouldn't go off it'd fall and melt in their hands they'd fall down repent and be filled with the Holy Ghost anybody could and shoot them and I'm not trying to be cruel here but anybody can shoot them and send them to hell but not just anybody can pray them through and deliver them from the powers of the enemy of hell hey I'm telling you it's time for the light to be the light the house of God needs to be the house of God not a den of threes it needs to be a house of prayer and power and love and demonstration the only way that's going to happen we've got to have a love for it we've got to have a passion for it we've got to have a hunger for it that's the reason we're not going to let them rob us of our midweek services. Our, our Sunday night services. Oh, I enjoyed them Sunday evenings. I'll admit it. But I didn't enjoy them that much. Because <laughs> I'm not that crazy. I realize this old flesh is no good. Hallelujah. If you give it a little bit. I'm telling you, you know, we always say you give the devil an inch, he'll take a mile. No, you give flesh an inch, it'll take a mile. Devil don't need a lot of help a lot of times. It's this old fleshly man, this old carnal man that I got to deal with the most. Anybody ever seen the devil? Well, say you're living with him. <laughs> Sorry. You looked in the mirror. Well, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen him. Of course, I hadn't asked to look for him either. Huh. I'm not interested in seeing the devil. <laughs> hey, some things I just, I'd rather, you know, if he comes knocking at my door, if I get to look through that little peephole, and I know that's the devil, I say, hey, you got the wrong address. <laughs> Go see the man called Jesus. <laughs> I don't want you knocking on my door. I don't want to bargain with you. I don't want to talk to you. Hallelujah. I ain't got nothing to deal with you about. You know, there's some people in, the, in our, our society, I just wouldn't deal with them when it comes to business stuff. 
<laughs> well, you can say like that or whatever, but uh, uh, you're not going to come out on top. Let me put it that way. You're going to either hurt their feelings or not come out on top. So, you know, best thing to do, uh, I don't deal. I don't know how I'm getting on this. This ain't part of it. And I got enough. I got six pages by the help of God here tonight. Hallelujah. Watch this. Joy in the house of the Lord. And there's not a better place you can bring your kids. It's not a better place to find a spouse. It's not a better place, amen, to, to, to find comfort and direction. And get your head on right. You know, one of the first things you can notice about what backsliders start doing? Number one, they start backsliding. I ain't talking about all you on the back road back right now. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> but if they're, if they're one of those guys or individuals that was up here on this front row, you know, one of these up here that was all the time ever service. Oh, preach it, man. Yeah, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Get it, get it, get it. All of a sudden, you start seeing them. They start coming in. They start leaving you out of your place and sitting back in. Next news, you know, they're sitting with the folks back. Next news, you know. That's backsliding. Well, praise God. It's the truth. Sipping back. They're being lured. And they'll lose their desire for the house of God. And when you lose your desire to be in the house of God, and when you get to a place that where anything that you can justify not to come, and you don't come, I'm telling you, your love for God and the things of God is going down the tubes because you can't forsake the assembling of yourselves together and making this a, a priority in your life. And you know what? It's my responsibility and your responsibility as Holy Ghost-filled people. And I'm going to show you in Ephesians that when we walk in this place together and we begin to sing the songs of Zion and get under the umpteen of the Holy Ghost to create such an atmosphere and the love and the power of God in this place that that old sinner will be quick in the heart and convicted in her spirit and say, hey, there's something in this house. I don't have any experience. There's something in this house I've never tasted and felt before. There's something here. Amen. I need that. I don't know what it's going to cost me, but amen. Without that feeling, I want it. I want it. I want it. So no doubt this is one of the reasons. And as we start by the help of the Lord and they put some of this together, when he talks about the house of the Lord, it's not just the house of the Lord and the temple, but it's where it's at. And it involves the city. And it involves a whole lot of other things. Amen. As you begin to watch this. I done told you that this is one of the ways and one of the, of the 15 Psalms that they use even with Nehemiah and them coming back from Babylon. Took them some three or four months. And they, they sung many of these psalms as they made their way back. And how often they would sing these psalms. And, and then the three main feasts, the 20 years and above, they'd make their way back. Amen. It was always an uphill climb too, to come back to the house of God. This idea and opinion that when it comes to going to church, it ought to be the easiest thing we ought to do. Amen. Just come like you want to. Just come any old way. It don't matter what you look. don't matter how you do this and all that. No, it's the house of God. That's what ought to register in our minds and our hearts and our spirit. No, I'm going to worship God. Hallelujah. So you know what? And please understand what I'm fixing to say here because I know I'm going to be judged by it. Hallelujah. Wear your best is all I'm saying. 
Hallelujah. If that's jeans, then wear them. Hallelujah. But God's blessed you. Hallelujah. Then you know what? It's time you ought to put on your best. You know what you're doing? I'm showing the blessings of God. See, I don't impress people if I drove up out there. Amen. If the best automobile I had was a 44 Ford truck. Amen. Had to clunk and rust and all that. Then you know what? I need to drive it up, pull it in the front door. Hallelujah. But if God blesses me, hallelujah, and I'm driving a 2020, hallelujah, whatever. Hallelujah. Because I'm crossing errors here. I'm not worried about what you're driving. But you just understand what I'm trying to tell you. But I'm going to the house of God. Hallelujah. And you know what? I'll do a, out a tractor. Amen. If it's going to hear to me coming to the house of God and bark me down from doing the blessing of God, then I'll do without it. If that's what God wants me to do, I will tell you something about sacrifice. God's looking for a people that's willing to sacrifice for the kingdom's sake. Willing, amen, to give and, and give their hearts out to the work of God and the kingdom of God to the house of God. This is supposed to be the most important place of your house. When members come up here to pray, that's one of your members. That's one of your joints. That's your kneecap. That's your toe. That's your hand. That's your whatever. And you got to join and hook up with it. Now you watch this tonight. With the help of the Lord. Psalms again, 42. As a heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? Oh, we've all been there. We've experienced this at certain times and areas of our life and on our journey of living for God. But it was nothing like when we could get back to the house of God. Anybody ever been sick? Everybody, anybody ever been in a place? Hallelujah. Let me ask you something. It happened just a few weeks ago. How many remembers the Sunday morning? After two or three Sunday mornings, we couldn't come in. Then all of a sudden, after one service, I said, hey, church, we're going to do something a little different this morning. We're going to put Brother Barry to back back here, Brother Toodle, amen, to the side door, and we're going to spread out, and family after family, just make your way through the house of God. Amen. Hadn't got to do it in a long time. You'd be surprised how many texts I got, even from some of our elders. Amen. That hit the spot. That blessed me. And they wouldn't hardly not one that didn't walk through this place. They wouldn't weeping and crying and joining and singing the praise and the presence just to walk back in the house of God and the place. I know we're the temple of God, but this place has been dedicated. This place has been sanctified. This place has been built for that purpose and that purpose only. There ought to be things happen here when it can't happen nowhere else. There ought to be miracles happen here when you can't get it to happen nowhere else. There ought to be prayers answered here when you can't get it answered nowhere else. There ought to be moves of God here when you can't get God to move no other place. But oh, when I get to the house of God. I get here with my brothers and sisters and I begin to hook up and connect with them and singing and worshiping and magnifying God. It's going to build. It's going to magnify. It's going to explode in this place. Fourth verse, the same chapter. When I remember these things, I poured out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. With a voice of joy and praise. For the multitude that kept the holy day. Day in and day out. You know, we see the same thing happen to Israel time and time again. Those commandments and instructions became old hat to them. We all feel the pressure. You can ask these musicians and singers always trying to come up with a new song. 
always trying to come up with something, uh, you know, to try to, uh, to enhance, try to, you know, change and, and things of that nature. And preachers, amen, they search the scriptures, they pray, looking for something to approach it just a little different and maybe come about it just a little different. And, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Cooks, amen, cooks always try new recipes and new, maybe harder ways, but sometimes easier ways to cook. Hallelujah. But amen, there's something about coming to the house of God. I'm going to tell you something. Hallelujah, coming to this place. We're not we're not in the entertainment business as far as in the carnalness. Hallelujah. And entertaining us, amen, with disco lights. And entertaining us, amen, in that form or in that measure or that way. But there's something about when you and I come together and our hearts begin to blend together and our minds begin to join together and our spirits begin to join together and we begin to worship as the body, as the church, worshiping the one true head, worshiping God Almighty in spirit and truth. There's something about that Heavenly Father and His grace and mercy falling down upon us and His anointing moving in among us and creating an atmosphere, amen, for souls to be touched and for bodies to be healed and for lives to be ministered unto. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sit back in a corner somewhere, amen, with a pacifier in my mouth, my thumb in my mouth, mad at me and mad at everybody around me and mad about this and mad about that. No, I'm in the house of God. I can be touched. I can be delivered. I can leave this place far different than what I came because you know why? I've been to the house of God. You know what's disappointing? Let's go to one of these supposedly real good restaurants, you know. Everybody's bragged on it. You get there. And, huh, first thing I look at is prices. <laughs> I can take my appetite quick, brother. <laughs> I don't believe in paying $50 for a steak. Well, y'all can. I don't care. <laughs> That's your business. <laughs> I'm not. Praise God. Bologna with good tomato. Mayonnaise. Son, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I can enjoy it. It won't make me feel near as sick. I have more money in my pocket. I like buy a drink with that one. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you understand what I'm saying? There's nothing more disappointing than go to a restaurant like that. And you pull in there. And if you get a good deal. Hallelujah. But when it comes out. <clears throat> what is this? My, uh, my wife, you probably remember this back. Where's that place we went to? Bombay. Bicycle bunch I worked for. The first night they was going to let all the workers. And we're free. We're going to get to eat free. It's a good thing we ate free. Huh. Dennis and Cindy went with us, if I'm not mistaken. Went with us. <laughs> Man, we got in there and sat down. And, and the service was good, but the food was horrible. <laughs> We couldn't eat it. We stopped on the way at McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I ain't being critical. I'm sure they got better. But you know what? That's what's happened too many times at the house of God. The dried, dead, and dry and formed. Just get me in and get me out. Hey, I'm glad. Hallelujah. We don't have the attitude and the spirit in this house even on this Wednesday night. How do you come in the house? Amen. Looking for the exit door. How do you come in the house? Amen. Thinking about what I'm going to do when I get back home. How do you come in the house? Amen. To sit here. Amen. Try to get me a quick little nap so I can enjoy my McDonald's hamburger after service. No, I come to amen to feel my heart, feel my soul and join up with my brothers and sisters to see a miracle and see a divine move of God. It might be Wednesday night, but I'm not going to use that for excuse not to have a move of God and a move of the Holy Ghost because somebody may not make it to Sunday. Somebody may not make it to the next service. And it depends on you and I. I need the power of God in this place and the move of God just to turn them around. Don't underestimate the power of the house of God in your life. 
the importance. Amen. Some man said, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Why? Because it's there I join with my brothers and sisters and the multitudes. Hallelujah. Psalms 55. For it's not an enemy. Now, I, I brought this out, I believe, for purpose and reason here tonight. Amen. I know this is a scripture in the text that deals with the betrayal of Jesus Christ and of Judas. All said and done. A few verses ahead of this. But he drops down. He comes in Psalms 55. And he comes to the place he begins to talk about. For it was not my enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me. That did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou. A man my equal. My guide. My acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together. And walked into the house of God. In company. <laughs> we walked hand in hand. We walked in agreement. We bound together, united together. There's people that's going to wind up in hell because a brother or sister backslid or offended them in the house of God. But help me help you tonight. It's not my desire in any moment of time, and I know I have. Don't, let's don't kid ourselves. I ain't about to offend you and hurt you and didn't do something like you think I should have and responded like I should have or something of that nature. And maybe all the fault, and I take all the fault. But I'm going to tell you something. It's not worth over backsliding. And it's not worth over coming to the house of God always wounded and down and out and letting that be a crutch that the enemy use against you and rob you time and time and time again when you come to the house of God or receiving the blessings of God and the love of God and the touch of God in your life. Oh no, I'm going to come to the house of God. Amen. And I'm going to God, you cleanse my heart. You cleanse my soul. You cleanse my spirit. I'm not going to leave no leverage for the devil. I'm not going to leave anything for him to work against me. I don't care if it's against a man of God or somebody else. My own brothers or sisters. Hallelujah. I'm going to be cleansed from it. I'm going to be washed from it. And I'm not going to use it. Any Let it be used against me to rob me in the house of God any longer. You speak to me fine if you don't fine. And I don't say that with arrogance or with rudeness. <laughs> but that ain't what the house of God's all about. And I, I try and we practice and we preach. Let's be friendly. Let's show ourselves friendly. Let's love people. Let's care about people. <laughs> but when it happens, even the house of God, and it does, I'm going to tell you something. There's no wounds like that. It was a spider. No wounds like that. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, that's what he's saying. If it had been an enemy, I'd have avoided him. I'd have got away from him. Amen. If it had been somebody to hate me, I'd have expected it. It wouldn't have bothered me. But when it was my brother or my sister that we go to the same house and we worship the same God and we're trying to do the same thing and then I become betrayed or offended or hurt. I'm telling you, there's many's backslid and out tonight over a preacher that's hurt them. Hallelujah. God help us not to hurt people. We're not in the business to hurt them. Now, I got to preach the truth and we got to preach to God and I'm held accountable how I preach it. That's the reason I don't believe we need to be arrogant, high-minded, and big shots. No, I, what I've got, God give me. I, didn't, I don't have any of it. I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for God's goodness and grace and mercy. I'm a nobody, amen, serving an awesome God. And that's the only good thing 
thing in us is the Holy Ghost. Do you understand what I'm telling you? So I got an obligation to point you to Jesus. I got an obligation, amen, to create an atmosphere and a move of God in this house that your babies and that your loved ones and that your soul can be saved. And if that's preaching sin out and that's preaching things that's unholy and unrighteous out, then that's what we must do. It's at the house of God. This song's going to talk about that just in a certain degree here tonight before it's over with. Because what starts at the house of God? Judgment. That's for me too. It's for all of us. What good is the house of God if it's lack of judgment? It's too late to wait to the judgment day. This is the dressing room. This is where to get all the do's and don'ts right. This is, this is the place to make preparation. You begin to look at this. We took sweet counsel together. We consulted together. We opened our minds and our plans to each other and our dreams and passions. We walked together and we was working together, trying to uplift and encourage to accomplish and achieve the things. Ladies and gentlemen, you're important in the house of God. Don't ever listen to that spirit that nobody cares about you and that nobody loves you in the house of God. That's a lie. If that be the truth, then it's not a house of God because God's love. And you and I cannot be, hallelujah, have God in us and the Holy Ghost in us unless we're showing love and compassion and mercy and long-suffering. Hallelujah, this ought to be one of the places that we can be real and be who we are. Hallelujah, without being, you know, looked down upon and things of that nature. Hey, we all got skeletons and we all got problems. But you know what? This is a place that we can come and get it right. This is a place that we can come and get it readjusted and adjusted where it needs to be. This ought to be the place that we can come no matter what the situations or the circumstances are. It ought to be the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, hello, but oh, but you're a backslider, or you're this, and you've done that, I know, but when I get to the house of God, I got some brothers and sisters there that loves me, and they'll bind up with me, and they'll pray with me, and let me overcome that spirit, and let me overcome that power, and let me be victorious over that, amen, if you won't get offended at your brother and your sister, if you won't get all crossed up with them, it's at the house of God, it's so important, we join together as we bind together. Walked into the house of the Lord in company. Company here actually renders and means properly a noisy crowd, a multitude. Amen. We walk with each other, both went with the great company of the great cow, the multitude that assembled to do what? We come to do what tonight? One purpose, one purpose, this common denominator for all of us is to do what? Worship God. It's to worship God is to magnify and to exalt him, to gauge in the same service, to be united in worship unto the same God, to associate with those that love, amen, their maker. It belongs to his companionship, amen, that gives themselves unto his favor, that his face shines upon us. And you know what? I should never be jealous toward my brother or toward my sister when God's grace is shined upon them and when he blesses them, hallelujah, and they drive up in a $100,000 automobile and I'm still driving my $2,000 automobile. Or when I drive up in 
in that $200,000 old mobile and you're still driving up in your $2,000 old mobile. Hallelujah. You know what? I'm still going to dance with you and I'm going to worship with you. I'm going to magnify God with you. See, this is the same playing ground. I don't care if you're a lawyer or a doctor. Amen. Or if you're just a digging ditches on the side of the road. Hallelujah. It don't make any difference when you walk in the house of God. Everybody comes the same. Everybody come on the same playing ground. Everybody gets the same idea, the same motion, same passion. We want to be saved. Doesn't matter if you're a lawyer or a farmer. Don't matter if you're a fisherman or a hunter. Don't make any difference. Not the house of God. Not at the house of God. Rich, poor, educated, those that's not. Don't make any difference here. We're all going. We're all pushing. Hallelujah. Could this be the reason why the writer so focused on a man going to the house of God? I realize my time's about up already. I'm going to take just a moment, if you don't mind. No. I won't take all the time to take the scriptures. But I believe what he talked about, the house of God. I got some scriptures to back it up. He wasn't just talking about a house. But later on in Isaiah, in places, it, it talks about being a mountain. And talking about in this mountain, especially in the millennium time, all nations are going to come to her. Amen. For guidance and direction. One play, writer put it this way. He said, ten, ten Gentiles. When they find out that you're a Jew, ten Gentiles are going to hook up with you. Making their way to Jerusalem, the city. And where the temple's at. Where God's at. I'm talking about the power of the house of God. I'm talking about a place where we gather together and worship him. And literally, physically, amen, you're going to see it in the millennium time where they're going to join up and hook up together. All nations, amen, going to Jerusalem. In the millennium time when Jesus is setting up, amen, a red giant Jews are going to be recognized and honored and respected in the power and understanding who their God is and how the favor of God and the blessings of God is being poured out on them. Now watch this. This mountain talks about, I think it's first or second Samuel, how that David, a man, takes this mountain. He, he wins the land around it. And actually, he encumbers into the city of Jerusalem. And that's the reason one place in Scripture calls it the city of David. I don't have time tonight. But I can show you that when he begins to talk about the mountain and he begins to talk about the temple. Now you listen to the song of what's being said in this song here tonight. <laughs> Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. My wife and him sings a song to him. I can only imagine. I can only imagine what I'm going to really act like the moment my feet step into that city, that city that Abraham was promised to him, and we're joining and binding together to try to make it. I'm telling you, if there's ever been a time that we need to have compassion and tolerance with one another, it's now. The enemy's trying to eat us up, but hey, it's time for you and I to come together. we got one city to go to. we got one chance at it. And if we miss it, I'm telling you, it's not going to be worth it. If we'll bind together, unite together, tolerate one another, and work together, we can make it. Watch them. Can you imagine some of those that have been away from it for 70 years now as they made that four-month journey? 
singing about it, talking about it. Yeah, I remember Grandma talking about it. I remember old Ump saying something about it. But now I'm fixing, I'm fixing to step into the city. And I know it wasn't rebuilt, but after Nehemiah got there and rebuilt the walls and rehung the gates and those that came thereafter, as they stepped inside of those gates, why is it so important? There's nothing more greater than the power of the church that you can enter the gates of the church and find safety and find comfort and find direction and find protection. I see these right now. Amen. It's on turbulence. Amen. Because of the, the wickets and the violence that's going on and taking place. But sometimes, sometime in the past, some of those cities, some of the so those safe places, but now they've been torn down. But I'm looking for a city. I don't have to worry about any of that. Let's see. Step in. Watch him. As he goes on, begins to talk about as he enters into this city. Jerusalem is built, built as a city that is compact together. Compact means to be joint. Coupling. There's no weak walls. There's no little un, unseen places vacant for the enemy to slip in. It's compact together. Its walls are built right. Come on. There's no greater walls than the church built. There's no greater safety than in the church. I'm sure Noah's three boys out of their 120 years of building the ark. But when it thundered and rain began to pound down on it. Oh, thank God for a daddy that could hear the voice of God. Come on, families. We need to hear the voice of God and bring our family to the house of God. And the best way you can do that by your own actions. On Wednesday, there ought to be a excitement. We're going to the house of God. Get excited. We're going to the house of God. Never should they hear mumbling and complaining. Brother that. You may be shocked. But then all of a sudden, when the world was pulled out, Oh, your God, you've been bound down here and worship you. Shut down. You know, I love you. <laughs> but it doesn't matter who comes through them doors seeking after God. God, you help me to do everything that lies within my power to create an atmosphere for their soul's sake. I don't care how much money they owe me. I don't care how many times they lied to me. How many times they gave me a bad deal. <laughs> We're in the house of God now. And this is the only chance, amen, that they're going to be changed and transformed and get out of that lifestyle. And my actions and willingness to hook up in the Holy Ghost. In fact, God may be bringing down. I'm the very one. It's going to be the key of creating the atmosphere. Because I'm the one that got the axe. I'm the one that got stuck with a knife. I'm the one that got ridiculed. And so he's waiting on me. Because the power lies within that vessel. Amen. When he opens up and says, pour it out, God. Pour it out as our Heavenly Father. Pour it on them, God. Bless them, bless them. At whatever cost. Bless them. 
I'd release all of heaven to open up, but God go and tell you what happens. When heaven moves, hell's got to shut up. I'm glad to be in the house of God tonight. On this Wednesday night and all the mess that's going on, I thank God I got a place I can come and worship the Almighty God. So you watch him. Walls are compact together. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord unto the testimony of Israel. All three of them. The tribes, all of them. That makes up Israel. It's coming into the gates. Coming into this Jerusalem. Coming to this city. The testimony of the God of Israel. What else are we supposed to be doing? When we come in this place. And we purpose in our hearts, our minds, and spirit. To enter into his courts with thanksgiving. And enter into his presence with praise. I didn't come for any other reason. I come to give him glory and praise and honor. I don't care if they sing a slow song or a fast song. Don't make me any difference. I believe God's going to show up. It doesn't make any difference. They sing an old one or a brand new one. Don't make any difference. I'm in the house of God. Amen. And then since I'm in the house, anything can happen. They don't have to sing this or that one. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, what's wrong with living right? That's a good song for this message. What's wrong with going to the house of God? What's wrong with going to the house of God? What's wrong with getting up and getting yourself ready and coming to a prayer room and coming to the house of God? Even on a week tonight to love and worship and magnify this all. Who gives you your strength? Who gives you your energy? Who blesses you day in and day out? Amen. If it wasn't for him, we couldn't live. We couldn't move. By the way, he's the one that's keeping Corona off too. Some of you might be surprised how exposed you've been to it. Showing up. I'm trying to hurry. I covered my watch up, y'all. <laughs> watch this. To give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For watch this. For there are set thrones and judge of judgments and thrones of the house of of David. I got to trick you from there. You can't come to the house of God without judgment. Watch this. Judgment means justice too. I've been done wrong. The best place I can go is the house of God. To get justice. Vengeance belongs to him anyway. I'm going to love him. I'm going to worship him. I'm going to cast this at him. job and I will and if he sees fit to show them mercy and grace and bless them that's his business because he knows their heart and the intent of their heart I don't know all of that but God does but if they're not willing to repent turn from them you know what he knows how to take, put chastisement on them amen that you couldn't do it he can get their attention in ways that you wouldn't dream of hmm. pray for the peace of Jerusalem they shall prosper that love thee. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. You'll be praying for your nation, praying for the cities. <laughs> Ain't so bad living out here in Mississippi, is it? 
It was so bad being a redneck country boy. They can have them cement sidewalks. They can have them six lanes. Crazy. They can have all that. You can believe one thing. If I ever wind up in the city, God. It may be, it may be imprinted on my forehead. When I walk in there, the name of it. What's that about? You don't ask. <laughs> but have you got the Holy Ghost? It may be like old Jonah. Repent or the judgment of God's coming. If you don't believe it, look right here. Hallelujah, judgment's coming. Oh, come on. It's just that serious too, ladies and gentlemen. And so you and I don't need to miss an opportunity to be in the house of God. Because that could have been the very visitation that God was going to send our way and give us the promise and the miracle or whatever direction we needed at that moment of time. I tell you, don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together in the time that we're living in today. Pray for the peace. Peace be with, within thy walls. Prosperity within thy palaces. You can stand. I know my time's gone. For my brethren and companions' sake, I would now say, Peace be within thee. Don't ever forget certain ones that use this facility for certain activities. And most every time, they would tell me this Man, it's just amazing the peace I feel in this building. Now, Henry's done his best to mess that up. He didn't like hearing that from unbelievers. Because <laughs> he was afraid they might be, you know, drawn and come to realization and say, hmm, maybe there's something more. So he's doing his best <laughs> to rob us of that. Sister Moore, you can come. I got a song for you. You're my brother. I don't know if that's the name of it. You're my brother. You're my sister. I don't know what the name of it is. That might be the name. I don't know. Don't matter. You know what I'm talking about. Praise God. God does too. <laughs> I'm telling you folks. We need to join together. You got enough problems outside. I'd love to. I'd love to went through some scriptures. I really would. Ephesians 1.22. Had put all things under his feet and gave to him to be the head over all the things of the church, which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Ephesians 2 and 1. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. When in the time past he walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had our conversations in time past in the lust of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Were by nature the children of wrath even as others. But God who is rich in his mercy. For his great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins. Had quickened us together with Christ. By grace he hath saved us. And hath raised us up together. And made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus there's nothing like the house of God and sitting in heavenly places this is one of the most heavenly places on the earth that you ever going to be involved in and be connected with it's the house of God and where you and I join together after being transformed after being converted after experiencing the true grace of God hallelujah why shouldn't we demonstrate and show it to our brothers and sisters full of compassion full of mercy full of forgiveness Another scripture talks about some of that. We're the sheep of his pasture. This is his pasture. This is a place where he'll join and pull us together and feed our souls.
lift our spirits. Help us get some soundness from the battles of the storms of life and the uncertainty of life. But if I can just get to the house of God, I can just join with my brothers and sisters. <laughs> I find a help and a present there like I can't find nowhere else. It's here. It's right here. Well, you and I join together and bind together. They're going to sing. I won't read no more. The song will speak it. I'll leave it up to you.
need to be our, our, our little heartbeat. You're worth dying for. You're my brother. You're my sister. You're worth dying for. Read the scriptures. It's what we have to do sometimes. We got to die for our brother and sister's sake. Let's do it. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Appreciate your response and your faithfulness. God bless you. It's good to see each one of you in the house of the Lord tonight. Let's pray. Uh, it's been some Outbreaks this week, of Corona in some assemblies and places. So let's pray. Ask God's hand to move, and uh, His grace, man, on their behalf and on ours. Okay, that's part of it. We love you. Appreciate you. Any other announcements? All right. Now, if not, God bless you. Love and appreciate you. You're dismissing the fear of the Lord.